Sometimes in business, you don't get the results you want to get. You're putting in the effort, you're putting in the energy, but things aren't happening. What do you do? How do you remain positive? How do you stay enthusiastic, even if the results aren't coming? Should you stay enthusiastic? Should you remain positive? Or should you decide that the market just doesn't want what you're offering? Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. And this episode is about how to respond if it doesn't quite go to plan. The extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. So welcome back to the Rebel Coaching Series, and this is episode 11 with Adam from Craftbox Club. Adam, welcome back to the show. Hello, I'm back again. Uh, it, it's really good to be here, Alan. As you know, I'm a fan of the show, so I have been listening since we spoke last and you've got some cool people on here, so it's it's nice to be nice to be part of it. <laughs> Which episode have you just listened to? Uh, the million dollar glamping thing. Um, I love oh, a bit of glamping. So it's, with uh, Will Convery and Jessica, and mm, that's the one. Yeah, it's quite interesting when you look at how do you set up a business like that with no debt. How do you avoid going into debt? How do you launch it? Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, but we are here to talk about your business and people have been on quite a journey with craft box club uh from that very mm -hmm. first episode we did together with jennifer vessels way back at the beginning of season two feels like another lifetime away and you've been on a journey with this whole business and your homework from last time was to send you off visualizing a more positive future for craft box club because pessimist adam turned up last week uh, <laughs> and there was a little bit of a battle between pessimist adam and optimist adam uh how did the visualization go did you do the homework how did it happen what what happened so pessimist adam is sitting in the corner over there i can see him lurking <laughs> in the shadows ready to come out if needed <laughs> Absolutely re ready there. So how did it go? Um, I so I I was hugely optimistic about this uh, this bit of bit of homework um, and quite looking forward to it because I uh, I'm hugely into the mindfulness and meditation kind of stuff and I thought this would fit quite nicely within that um, and it would be really easy. <laughs> uh, uh -oh. It wasn't it wasn't so easy. Um, wasn't so easy. Uh, so the the first week um, that I went off to, to do this, um, I was on holiday, uh, which was really busy. Um, so I thought I would just, I would do it before I went to sleep uh, at the end of the day when everything calms down. Um, so I went off and sort of sat on the edge of the bed and tried to do it. And I had a complete mental block. Um, I, you know, I'd sit there, close my eyes and think positive thoughts. And my brain just went, no, 
Um, <laughs> no, quite a strong, quite a strong feeling as to you know just, just a just immediate feeling that you know no, don't be silly. Uh, it, it you know you can't you can't think about this in a positive way. You're kidding yourself, sort of thing. Um, so that was interesting. Yes, interesting. Um, yeah, so that's quite strange. Um, I then got back from holiday and had a little bit more space to be able to um, to, to spend you know a bit, bit longer on on doing it, and I went back to doing um, the, like a full meditation sort of thing. So I kind of calmed myself down before before doing it um, and gave myself kind of five minutes to relax before starting the visualization, um, and that went a whole lot better. I could I could get into it a little bit more. And I think you were saying last time to use the um, kind of five senses to go through that and to make it quite real. So I really tried to focus on each of those in turn. Um, and yeah, that was quite fun. Excellent. So you found a more fun version, but to start <laughs> with, it sounds like it was quite tough. Uh, so where are you mentally with your business now? Are you are you seeing positive forwards motion are you are the numbers helping you to think one way but you're trying to stay positive what what's where are you mentally adam so it it's it's a really strange one so i'm continuing to get really good feedback and that's customers saying it's great people giving me reviews without even asking uh, a lot of people saying oh, i'm i'm definitely gonna um either subscribe again soon or I'm going to buy this for a friend or something. Um, uh, and yeah, we're going to talk about PR separately, aren't we? So I'm, I'm, I'm getting some nice feedback from that, but we can talk about that separately. So generally, the all of the feedback uh, I'm getting is positive, apart from sales. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, it's I guess it's not just friends and family saying it's good it's the you know it's, it's customers and and people who know about the industry and that, that sort of thing that they're giving me positive feedback but you know that as as i think you say the only real feedback is is the sales um and yeah that's that's they're not really coming through um and the new subscribers has really dropped this year compared to last year so um on the one hand it's you know it's nice to feel positive about all the good stuff people are saying um but it's just not translating into sales so that obviously doesn't feel super great no i can understand why because then you start <laughs> to go where are the sales coming in which creates more doubt which then it's difficult to stay positive with that doubt in the background um now as we record this it's the 6th of september 2021 so we've just had the month of August, which traditionally in the UK, everyone is on holiday. Everyone's outside because it's like the one month of nice weather in England. Um, so you wouldn't expect huge sales of craft boxes at that period. We wouldn't expect good sales in August. But staying positive through it and working towards the upswing towards Christmas... I mean, where are you? Are you thinking this is like 
drastically lower should I quit and give up or are you thinking this is just low because of the summer because I feel like the last three episodes we've had the same discussion of is this just because we've come out of lockdown is this just because it's sunny in England will things get better over Christmas yeah I think it's hard to know whether there are lower sales now because we've come out of lockdown and they will go up because it's normal normal is higher than now or was last year higher than usual because of lockdown and normal sales will be a lot lower than that. Um, so so it's, it's, it's impossible to know really because um, we've only got those two years of, of data and yeah, this year has just been uh, much lower than last year. So we don't have over enough data summer, to anyway, say. Over the summer. <laughs> yeah, we just don't so have April enough data great, to say. Yeah. April this year was great. Yeah, um, so it, it was way more than, so let me bring up the, I've sent you a graph. <laughs> I love a graph. I love a good graph. I wish everyone uh, could see this graph. graph. So, uh, yeah, um, so April was like five times more than last year. And then you go to May, June, July and, um, and August and it's like 10 to 20% uh, of last year. Maybe July was 50%. Um, yeah, so just uh, the the summer months in particular have been a fair bit lower than last year. I then build into that. I've been around for a year, got lots of reviews, worked on the website loads, made the product better, all those sorts of things. So, you know, I, I think all things being equal, I would have expected things to grow this year rather than um, take a bit of a nosedive. So what we've got at the moment is numbers are going down, but you've put a huge amount of effort into it and the whole business is running better. The product is better, but numbers keep going down. And that's what's creating this feeling of nervousness. You keep putting the energy in, you keep doing the work, but the sales aren't going up. Yeah, that's it. And it's um, I, I'm still enjoying it um, and it's good fun. I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, where... Uh, you know, is it, you know, should we draw a line somewhere? Um, should I have a target or something? And, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, thinking of, you know, completely failing on all of this, but when's a good time to try something that's, you know, at least a little bit different um, and have a, have a bit of a rethink? Well, I think we have a clear point. And I think the message to everyone here is... There will be times in any business where things get tough. And it could be seasonal. It could be a change in the market. It could be anything. I remember particularly, Adam, I was working with Rebel Business School and the government introduced a new law for housing authorities, housing associations in the UK and they forced them to drop their rent by 1% a year for three years. Now, 1% rent drop doesn't sound like a lot, but some of the housing associations we were working with, that ended up being a £10 million hole in their budget. Wow. And they were our primary customers. So what do you think the first thing was that they cancelled <laughs> when they found that giant hole in their budget? All of the good stuff. <laughs> well, the, basically what we were doing was <laughs> cancelled. Yeah. I think we lost five clients overnight because the mm. government announced a new law. Nothing to do with us. 
zero to do with us, but incredibly painful. And then you go, okay, what do we do? Do we go to a new market? How do we react? And over time, we changed the market and ended up working far more with councils. We still work with housing associations, housing authorities, and it did bounce back. But that was a particularly painful time. And I guess for all of us, there are going to be times when we have dips in business and we're doing the hard work and we're making progress, but nothing is happening then comes the question, how long do you push through that dip before really drastically changing things? And for everyone listening to this, if you're in a dip with your business, is there something you can look forward to and go, I think we can get there? Is there something that you think, if I do this, it'll increase sales? Or you get to the point where you go, okay, I'm not making money. I'm still having fun. I've been doing this for two years, but it's just not going anywhere. Then you have to start to make decisions. But at the moment, we're three months away from Christmas, which is the busiest time of year for this stuff. So I feel like if I were you, I would be going, okay, I'm going to give everything for these three to four months to get to Christmas and see what happens. And then come January... I'm going to sit down, look at my graphs, look at my numbers, (laughs) review everything, and then go, am I going in the right direction or is it time to try something new? Yeah, I think the review points definitely after Christmas because, you know, stopping, stopping now um, before it's, you know, not, not necessarily for craft pots club, but for crafts, there's no doubt that Christmas is the time for crafts. It is the time of year for crafts, so we need to take advantage of that. Um, the only other thing that we could start to do is start to brainstorm other ideas of products that you could offer alongside it in different ways, different things. But I feel like you've got products and it's proven to sell and you've got a good system we just need to get through mm-hmm. August and September to get to October, November, December for it to pick up again. Yeah, that's what it feels like it, it should be. Um, and yeah, like I say, pe- people are liking this stuff when they get it. Um, and, and, and you know, there's a good chunk of people. So I, I've still got 120 or so subscribers who have been paying for this stuff and enjoying it for over a year now. So, um, you know, that, that's, that, that feels to me like a significant number of people who have decided that it's good. <laughs> um, and and if, I feel like the problem is just reaching more people like that. And, and also not that many more. It's, um, you know, a success for me is, is only a few hundred more. So going from 150 to 500 doesn't sound completely insane (laughs) it really doesn't Uh, i feel like we're close (laughs) yeah Um, me too (laughs) i also think you're going to have a seasonal thing so our experience of doing this business you're going to have a seasonal thing and you might have a thousand subscribers over christmas and you might have 300 over the summer but it balances out to your 500 over the year and they come back for the winter months or whatever it is. That might well happen. And we just have to look at it slightly differently. But having 120 happy customers who are subscribing and paying you money for their product, people are liking this, Adam. 
people are liking this. So I feel like we need to triple the positivity, quadruple the positivity. We need to banish negative Adam outside until after Christmas when he can come in and look at the numbers. Uh, But for now, we need to quadruple our positivity and push forward as hard as we can. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, totally. I mean, I, yeah, I need to, I need to just put loads and loads of energy into the next couple of months and and go for it. You know, I, I was, I keep meaning to say the whole way through this as well, just just to strongly agree with your complete ethos. I I'm so pleased that I haven't got a load of debt uh, <laughs> <laughs> over, over the. Uh, the last month, you know, if I if I was running a craft shop or something like that, and I had to pay rent every month, um, and I saw the sales dipping like this, uh, that sleepless nights there, and that's absolutely terrifying. And uh, you know, I might get a bit down about this every now and then, but I'm not I'm not absolutely terrified about this going wrong, you know. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, that's that's a tick in the box for for the Allen method, the the rebel way. I love that. Um, So there is a piece here, actually, that's really interesting for all of us to do, is if you ever get to this stage where you've had a dip in sales, things have gone wrong, which happens to all of us. It happened to my business many times. Um, It's a little bit of worst-case scenario planning. Like, what's the worst that could happen? So let's say, from now, uh, for whatever reason, sales don't pick up over Christmas, we get to 200 subscribers or we get maybe like nothing. What's the worst case scenario, Adam? Like no one buys for the next three months. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that, that is, that, that's the worst. That's absolutely the worst case. It's not like a realistic worst case. I don't think, because I've still got those hundred people who have been around for ages. So it, it would be strange. <laughs> let's, let's hope it would be strange <laughs> if they, they all of a sudden disappeared. <laughs> I love this. So the worst case scenario I've picked is even too low for for Adam. <laughs> He's like, that's not realistic. Um, it doesn't have to be realistic. Like, what's the absolute yeah. worst case by January? The worst case scenario is. Yeah, I mean, in a in a complicated, sort of, I I feel like the worst case might still be having like fifty subscribers and having to get the materials for like. 30 to 50 subscribers because then that becomes quite expensive Um, and then it's it's harder to run at a profit then and by that point I might end up losing money Um, not you know not absolutely tons Um, but that's that's the worst case that I get get to you know a handful of subscribers um, and then it gets more expensive so the worst case scenario is we get to a handful of subscribers and we're projecting next month we're down to 50 subscribers and we just can't make the numbers work, what would you have to do? Um, well, that, so, you know, I'd have to look at the, the best way to order stuff to be able to um, fulfill those subscriptions or, you know, worst cases to cancel and refund. So the worst case is we have to cancel and refund and close it down. Where does that leave you? Um, so that then I've got a fair bit of stock of old kits that those people have already had. 
Um, so I, I could sell those on the website over a long time um, for the, the same sort of prices as at the moment or just sell the stock as, as, as it is. Or do a fire sale and yeah. move on with the packages. So kind of the, the worst case scenario is that you have to shut it. Yeah. But you don't have any debt. No. You would have put some time in and learnt some lessons. But worst case scenario is we have to finish. That's as bad as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's not ideal, is it? No. But if it that's the sad. worst, it would be yeah. sad. Like, we would be sad. I would come and have tea with you and we could cry for an <laughs> afternoon. Um, and it would be sad, don't get me wrong. But, like, how... The question I'm going to ask is, like, if it did end, how would your life be affected? Um, I'd, I'd have some more free time to do another thing. <laughs> Um, that yeah, doesn't too sound much. too bad <laughs> yeah apart from being sad and it would be sad mm-hmm. it and i think this is the interesting bit is if you start a business this way the worst case scenario is it doesn't work and we're sad and that does happen i've i have regularly been sad when my business ideas <laughs> don't work uh that does happen but that's the worst case scenario what's the best case scenario that from here we get the PR work that you're doing works. Everything falls into place. Uh, you have a huge number of sales over Christmas. What's the best case scenario, Adam? Um, yeah, I get loads more subscribers. I um, spread crafting joy around the world. Um, I grow some more trees, have some fun. <laughs> and uh, in a few years, I do this um, all the time. And you and make a decent awesome. amount of money and yeah. it's going really well. Like the best case scenario is actually not that far off either. It's actually quite plausible that that might well happen. And somewhere in between is what is actually going to happen right now. And I think what I'm trying to say to you is we've got three months till Christmas that if we can stay positive, if we can put our energy into it and fly through it, if it goes well, you will look back on this summer and go, what was I worried about? Of course people weren't buying after lockdown. Of course it was summer. Everything was fine in the winter again and my business is back up and running and we found a bit more balance after the pandemic. Uh, that'll be what happens when you look back at this that's probably the likely outcome and it's interesting when you start to cast forwards and look back on what you're doing right now so what i would love you no matter if you're listening to this no matter what situation your business in whether it's flying with success whether it's struggling in the doldrums i would like you to project forward a year like in your mind do this now adam project forward a year okay it's a year from now which is like you know, summer next year, summer 2022, and you're looking back at this Adam who's struggling through the summer with sales, what would you be saying to him? What would you look back and go, what would you say to this Adam? 
I think this this is what I was thinking about when I was doing the visualization. It was just like, you know, <laughs> be positive. Why didn't you order enough stuff? I'm really stressed out now because you didn't order enough stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, just just throw yourself into it, and of course, it's going to be fine. Like, yeah, it's 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 the summer. People aren't aren't doing so much crafting, especially buying crafts as gifts, which is you know, a big thing. Um, yeah, so just yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going, and. There will always be times in any business where you have moments of doubt and you go, should I really be doing this? What's going on? And then it is worth paying attention to those feelings and thinking about them and working out whether they're grounded in reality of, okay, this really isn't working or whether it's just a dip across the summer or just this or just that and then going positively forwards. But I think in general, in life, positive forward motion fixes all. If you're not positively moving forward, if you're not pressing on, if we sit here and go, oh, God, sales are down and I'm sat in the doldrums and then we get all sad uh, and we don't press forwards, well, that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And you start to act as though it's not going to work which inspires it to not work and you stop doing the sales and the sales stop coming in and it's like a a spiral that spirals down and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. But if we can jolt ourselves out of that and focus positively, take action and keep moving forwards, it's amazing how that keeps you going and starts the new seeds coming up and I think what we've got at the moment is over the summer, you've been planting seeds. You've been doing the PR, you've been working on the website, you've been planting all of these seeds to grow your business, but none of them are sprouting. And you're here going, come on, (laughs) why have none of these sprouted? Come on, come on, come on. And I think if I got the sense that you weren't doing the work, Adam, if I got the sense that you weren't like messaging people, marketing, contacting people, I would be saying something different. But I get the sense you're positively doing stuff. And there's the question for you. Should I be getting that sense? Are you positively (laughs) doing stuff? How many people have you been contacting? How many messages have you been putting out there? Are you positively pushing your business out into the world still? I feel like I am, yeah. Um, and and I would say, even though I've I've been feeling about uh, down about the sales, I'm I'm probably the the most proud of uh, of what the business is now. And you know, back this time last year, I I don't think I would have thought it would it was a good idea to contact craft magazines because I I wasn't proud enough of it. And now I can go to them quite uh, you know positive about what I think they're going to feel about Craftbox Club. And um, yeah, it's been really nice to go to the craft magazines and then go, hey, this is fantastic. And, you know, those these are people who have been living crafts for their careers. And I've just done it last year. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel really good about that. And um, yeah, it's, it's good. I can, I can tell you what I've actually done, if you like, rather than just... 
I would love to hear that. Back. Tell me what you've done since we've last spoken. Fill me with uh, fill me with energy for what you've done in the last two weeks and how you've pushed your business out into the world. And for everyone listening to this, this is the bit. Even if you feel down, even if things aren't going well, you've still got to push yourself out there, which is actually the hardest time to do it because you don't have the energy to do it, but you've still got to do it. So yes, Adam, tell me what you've been up to. So I've been trying to get hold of the uh, sort of the big national um, press. Yeah, the national press. Trying. Um, so I've joined um, this Facebook group, which is for entrepreneurs and the press. Uh, so I, I've introduced myself and I've done a few pitches in there. Um, so uh, and, and I've also used those pitches to put in into blog posts as well, um, which has been, been quite nice to kind of reuse that content. So I've done things like um, we talked about trying to get Tom Daly, who's um, kind of come out as a knitter, um, to join Craftbox Club. <laughs> so I've been firing off things on Twitter about that and I put that um, as a story out. So it was about men who make because most of the people in this space uh, are women and it's quite mm. rare to see a, a guy doing this sort of thing. So, you know, it's, it's me and Tom, uh, <laughs> best mates. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I reached out on Twitter and I've, I've put some a pitch into this, um, this group. Uh, I've done one about... Um, uh, having a handmade Christmas to make the planet better, so um, you can you start making your handmade gifts now because people, if you started in December, then you'd never have time to make enough handmade gifts for everybody. So I've uh, I've pitched that one. Um, so they're all getting a, a nice reception in that group, but no one's picking up yet. And I just feel like with with that group, you've you've got, got to kind of chime with something that's going on at the at the precise time so you know be the perfect person for the story but yes. before that you've just got to keep putting your hand up and going i'm here by the way i'm here you know <laughs> and, and just making everyone aware that you're you're around and if somebody goes hey there was like a craft guy in this group somewhere yeah uh, now is the perfect time for a story on that then people will know so i'm making sure that i do pitches quite regularly um, and come up with, you know, it's coming up with a little story. Um, I'm also going through, so nothing's come of that yet, apart from some warm reception, but I think that's, that's a really long game. And it's one of those things because it's, it's national press and it's TV and things like that. When that does get picked up, then that'd be quite a big thing. Yes. Um, uh, there's also this hashtag Jenna request thing. So I make sure I check that every day. Uh, and I've replied to a couple of things and, um, there was one post that I replied to a few months ago that's now been published in an actual real-life magazine. Yay! Um, which is nice, which apparently is uh, is avail available in normal newsagents, so it's not super niche. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's nice. So I've got a little copy of that. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm in... It's like a, an eco-friendly home and lifestyle magazine. Um, cool. So it's nice to have been picked up with that. But that's, you know, I, that was something I did months ago and now that's been published. Um, so it's it seems a bit of a long game. Um, so, yeah, that I, I'm, I'm still 
keeping on top of and making sure I reply to people there. But it's it's kind of just a waiting game um, on that side. Uh, I've been approaching Craft Magazines directly on um, on social media and their email addresses. Um, that's been going quite well. Um, I've I've at least been getting responses from people. That's good. And people people seem to be quite um, happy to to try and help me for free because I you know some people have got back and just gone oh well advertising packages three to five grand depending on your <laughs> um, and then you know after that I followed that up being by being friendly <laughs> um, and going ah oh, my god <laughs> no no way. Um, but, you know, maybe something will come of that eventually and I'll keep reminding them that I'm there. But yeah, a couple of people have uh, have wanted to help me out. So in a couple of days, I'm going to be in Crafts Beautiful magazine, um, which is cool, which is like a proper Fleet Street um, magazine. And so I'm going to be on their social media and I'm going to be in the print version of the magazine. Um, and we're running a competition. So on the Instagram thing, people have to follow both of us to um, to enter that competition. So I should get some more followers from that, hopefully. Cool. Um, and then, yeah, people can... That that was the, quite a good way into the, the magazines was to say, I can be a prize in a competition. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm sort of paying for it with stock that I've, I have already rather than with money. Um, and that, that works for everybody, really. Um, and, you know, I'm then... The person who wins the prize gets three months for free and they might subscribe again you know if they like it so um that works really well um i, I really like that so yeah that's that's coming out next week so we'll see what happens with that um and then there's a quite a big um craft magazine called gathered and they couldn't help me out for a couple of the options that i was talking about um and they but they, they they really wanted to do something um which was which was quite nice so they're doing a subscription box review in um like they're, they're planning to do it right now so i'm going to cool. send them a box and they're going to include me in in the review because they were so that's fantastic yeah so that's cool i love so that stuff, and then stuff's going on <laughs> yeah you're doing things have you got gathered on the phone have you spoken to them or has this all been email uh, no, it's all been email and little chats on on social media. It's been quite nice. Though. You know, I've sent them pictures of my birthday and stuff like that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, I've made I've made friends definitely. I would have got I them on the that. phone, I think, if they weren't so helpful. Um, but they've, they've actually kind of opened the door pretty quickly. Um, I tried to get in touch, so I've ended up at the editor, and I tried to get to the editor before using various different channels because I I couldn't find their email address. Mm. Um, I could find their, them on Twitter and that sort of thing, and I couldn't get through on Twitter. So the, I've had a bit of a, a roundabout route, but I've managed to finally get to the editor who I'm talking to now about this review. I um, love that. And that's really good to be with them because they um, their subscription box review that I'm in at the moment ranks number one on Google and has for the whole year, and that's where I get a lot of my customers through that one. So to have be on there again... Um, is going to be good for the my Google ranking, going to be good for people finding me. Um, so, yeah, they were like the, the top um, you know, magazine that I wanted to be in. I love that. I love that. One thing I would recommend is thank yous. 
one of the things that people do not do enough of is saying thank you. So you've mentioned three different magazines that are featuring you. Can you craft them a thank you card? Can you like send like just I want to send you a thank you card. What address do I send it to you? And like send them a thank you. It's un like it's unbelievable how powerful that is saying thank you to people. Because uh, most people will get the PR article and then the journalist will never hear from them again. Mm. Uh, is that something you had in mind to do? Is that something you've done before? So the um, the first uh, article I got um, featured in last year was the, the Daily Mail. Uh, and we talked about going back and saying thank you to that person. But that was, uh, I did that, but I think it's too late. Because uh, I can't, I can't get through now, and all the emails bounce. And I think you know, people are freelance and they move on. Um, you surely can find them on LinkedIn. You can find them somewhere, like yeah. Google their name. Yeah, I just have, I, I, I had a, a bit of a go, but I'll, um, I'll have, I'll have <laughs> another try. Um, but yeah, with these guys, that that one was um, that all happened quite quickly, and there, uh, there wasn't a lot of um, doing and throwing. I think with these these people now, there's there's much more interaction, so it'd be it'd be super easy to do that. But I'll make sure that I think I love the idea of, especially as it's crafty, um, doing something that's actually tangible and then getting it in the post. I think that's really cool. Um, and yeah, it's you know it's just it's what you do for a, a mate, isn't it? So um, you know it's 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 nice to be able to do this and make friends at the same time. I love that. So if you're listening to this. I, your homework is think of three people that have helped you recently and send them a thank you note. Don't just do it by text message. That's just not going to have the impact we're looking for. Uh, I don't know. Maybe create them a thank you PowerPoint, a thank you card, a thank you note. Who knows what it is, but actually say thank you properly because we don't get anywhere without the people around us helping. So saying thank you has a big, big impact. So from here, Adam, we need to stay positive. We need to focus forward and we need to take daily action on sales. What's the best way for that to happen for you? So I, I think the things that seem to be working are getting the PR and um, also, I, I don't know about sales, but it's good for um, at the moment, it seems to be really good for interaction, which is maybe what I need before I build the sales soon. Um, is I, I've been putting more of the tutorials on on Facebook groups, like craft Facebook groups. Love it. Um, and it's quite it's been quite hard to find the right ones because there's a lot of a lot of, of arts and crafts Facebook groups, and a lot of them are pretty random. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I found some that that are quite good. So I've been I've been doing some of that. Um, I've got the the Christmas kit planned, and I've actually planned all of the kits until May. Now, it, not you know not completely, but I know what I'm doing, so I know when I need to order things, so that if you know, oh sorry, when things get really busy over Christmas, <laughs> I'll, I'll just know I can just do the thing. So I'll have time to go out and take the action and speak to people. And, you know, what I, what I was doing a lot last year 
and I was getting a lot of results was just talking to people on social media and, and actually just connecting with people on Instagram. And quite a lot of the time people would buy from that. Um, but that hasn't worked so much over the last few months. So I've kind of stopped doing that. But I quite like to do some more of that up in, in, over the next few months and just directly speak to people. So I have this this thing where, what is it? Like a passive, and I'm being active about the passive marketing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, getting getting the word out there, making sure I'm still up there on Google and I'm being mentioned all over the place. Um, and then also directly trying to target people on the direct stuff. I don't, there's, um, th- there's kind of offers for me to do markets and things like that, um, on the, in the run up to Christmas. Um, and I don't know whether to do the markets or focus that time and energy onto the, into the online sales. Um, that's, that's a tricky one. The markets are really fun, but they, they take quite a bit of preparation time um and when you know when it's when i'm doing this like two three days a week that's like probably half of my week planning getting ready for the market um so at the moment i've i've said no to the market so the markets so i can do more of the online stuff and and just really focus focus on 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 you know specifically this one thing well you can definitely reach out and find people on social media a lot quicker going to a market might work the i mean there's only one real way to know adam and we've spoken about many times it's test and measure we just don't know one thing i would say is do any of your competitors go to markets um some of them (laughs) that so i guess the bigger they are the less they go to markets Interesting. The bigger they are. So the more successful they are, the less they go to mm. markets because they already have a subscriber base or they've already got their online marketing yeah. going. Um, so I'd I say think... it, was, it was a great, it was great to test the, the product for, so I did do quite a few markets last year. Um, I didn't sell loads, but it was nice to get some direct feedback. But um, yeah, I just feel like it's less worth, you know, worth doing that time and individually selling sounds like a lot of work however you only need 500 subscribers to hit your target like that's not inconceivable that you can speak to 500 or a thousand people over the next couple of months over the next month even and start those conversations find those people maybe that's where we need to go back to spending some of our time and i I don't know if you've listened to the coaching series with Jamie, the artist, when she was doing her Kickstarter campaign, she was very reticent to reach out individually and send those messages. But that's where a huge number of her sales have come from while she did that in season two of the coaching series. Um, And if you're saying you actually enjoy it, she didn't even enjoy it. So we had to work really hard to find a way to enjoy it. If you're saying you actually enjoy doing that, and I know you send me messages on Facebook, we communicate that way. You seem to actually enjoy it. So there's no reason why you shouldn't engage all these different people and start suggesting ideas, talking to them, going on all of those sort of things. There's no reason why you shouldn't be doing that at all. And we need a split between the passive and active. 
And for those of you listening, passive marketing is where you do something and wait for customers to come to you. So that is search engine optimization. That is press. You know, you get in the press and then you wait at your desk going, are they going to show up? Are they coming? Are they coming? Are they coming? Um, There's passive and then there's active. Active is I'm going to go find the customers. I'm going to message them individually. I'm going to write to them. I'm going to use my mailing list. I'm going to email them. I'm going to go to the market and like grab them, physically grab them and get them to look at my product. And we all need a mix of those two things. It's not binary. You don't do one or the other because both of them complement each other. So we do need that mix. And talking about mailing list, we've spoken quite a few times about your mailing list. Have you been working your list, baby? <laughs> uh, I have. I've got a, a little, I'm not super happy with the system yet, but I've got a bit of a system where I'm kind of tracking who I'm contacting. Uh, it, it has been emails uh, rather than calling people. Um, but I, this is, this is one of these, these things where at the moment I probably email a hundred people a month and I get maybe one or two extra sales from that, but then like 30 really lovely messages, (laughs) (laughs) um, which, which is great, but frustrating at the same time. Right. And you know, so many people going, I'm coming back, I promise, you know, things like that, <coughs> um, which is tricky. But yeah, so I've, I've been, I've been um, going through and individually emailing people, yeah. But that sounds like that's real evidence that it is timing. That sounds like if you're sending 100 messages, you're getting two orders, but you're getting 30 positive messages saying like, yeah, just give me time I'm on holiday. Like, it's the summer, mm. Adam. I want to go outside. I've not been allowed outside. <laughs> um, if you're getting all these positive messages back, that that's more evidence that it's a timing issue but we do need to keep on top of that because it's very easy for someone to say yes i'll come back in the fall yes i'll come back in the autumn yes i'll come back when it's cold and then to forget so it's really important to as we get to september october november (laughs) if the time is now um it's very important to keep that up so i would be seeing those 30 lovely messages as a sign that it's timing, we just need to keep going with this. Yeah. So when I'm when I'm getting those messages, I'm logging that in uh, messy spreadsheet, <laughs> um, so I can I can kind of look up. So I, you know, I've got a I've I've got a thing on my database that brings up a list of people who um, were subscribed, and I haven't sent them anything, but I'm, you know, because they've unsubscribed for for a month or so. So I know how long that's been, and I know what I've said to them last time. Um, so I, I can keep on top of, of doing that, but yeah, it's important not to lose sight of, of that. Um, because those, even though that seems like quite a small action to target individual people, that's quite powerful to go directly to them, isn't it? Especially if they've already bought, like they already love you. They already know what you do. Like that's a warm lead. It's a great customer. And you've got a list of a huge number of people who bought from you already that could come back for this year. Uh, and lining up those emails ready for October, maybe it's mid-October, you start going, have you got your Christmas presents sorted? (laughs) Here's the special, here's the bit, are you ready? 
Um, there's no reason why you can't start lining all that stuff up and getting ready to do it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that, that's ready and sort of reminding them that there's new kits coming out as well. And yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of positively talking about the fact that, you know, especially so yeah, what's, what's changed recently is I, so I had the professional photographs done and that's really inspired me to up my game on the photography. So I think the, the kits now look much nicer. So I'm, you know, I'm really, when I talk to people about this stuff, I'm going, have you seen this? It looks cool. Like, it's really cool. Um, uh, so yeah, so I, I think, um, yeah, although there's, I have uh, multiple personalities, uh, I, I, I think I'm going out positive to the world. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And the final one I wanted to mention was the Facebook adverts. Are you planning on coming back to have another go at those in the fall? Um. I've turned into an American saying fall, by the way. Uh, for those of you in England, that means autumn. Fall season. <laughs> yes. Um, I I don't think so um, at the moment. Um, so, I, so advertising towards Christmas gets more expensive anyway. Mm-hmm. And I just don't feel like I've cracked a, a way to, to do this yet. So at the moment... No, because I haven't got a recipe. But if I felt a bit stronger about the the recipe, then I would love to. And I think, I think it's a it's a good time to spend the money because we know that people, uh, you know, we're not just talking about it, knowing that that people like to craft at Christmas. It's like there's solid data on Google about about people looking up stuff. I did actually wonder about uh, because so much of the business comes from Google whether spending money on Google ads might be a, a better thing to experiment with. Um, so you, you've, you've got a look in your eye. <laughs> what do you think I'm <laughs> going to say to that one? <laughs> so we, we go back to the lab. <laughs> Shall we go back to the lab, pull out the lab <laughs> coat and do another mini experiment, Adam? <laughs> why, why not? Why not? I owe you a picture of me in a lab coat. <laughs> Uh, I'll have to get it. Definitely. Okay, so that's uh, part of the list. And a lot of people on the show have talked about adverts, and we've done experiments on Facebook adverts, which we've not quite cracked yet, uh, but we're going to test. So let's do that. Let's set up an episode, and we will do an episode for everyone listening on Google Ads, what we're doing, how it works, and working through that process. And we'll see what happens, because there's only one way to know, which is to have a go with this stuff. There's only one way to know. So we will line that up. I think the message here for everyone listening, though, is it's about positive forward motion. And sometimes it's about acting in spite of not seeing the signs. Because sometimes the signs don't come when you want them to. (laughs) They come later. And you have to keep going positively. And Adam's gone through what he's done. We've gone through what he's going to be doing. And I think it's that positive daily action where you push yourself out there. You make the calls, you send the emails, you do the stuff and we keep going. And then afterwards, we have a look to see what happens. But in the moment, 
especially knowing that you've got this point coming up that there's big sales. If you're in a retail business, Christmas is one of those points that they become a huge point of sales. And we just need to line ourselves up, keep positively doing the work and keep going. Adam, (laughs) so we'll do an advert, a Google AdWords episode. You're going to keep going with the groups. The individual connections on Instagram, Facebook are going to come back. You're going to keep doing the mailing stuff. We're going to keep doing the PR stuff. And we're going to keep pushing Craftbox Club out there. Is that correct? That's right. I love that. Let's do it. Uh, And the question (laughs) for you, how can you triple your enthusiasm and energy for the next week whilst you do this? Uh... <laughs> and it's probably not strapping a car battery to your leg and then injecting yourself with electricity every now and again. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, no sort of banned substances. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I, the, the answer that popped into my head is, is, um, and I've been trying to do this, is just um, remind myself that it's meant to be fun and make sure that I'm having fun. Uh, so I've been just really throwing myself into all the bits that I really love about doing this. Um, and then hopefully that positivity will come through when I do the the stuff. That I, like, I enjoy the marketing, but I don't feel like I'm quite as good at it. So, yeah, I, um, that, the fun, the fun thing <laughs> is... Ha- yeah, is that the right answer? Uh, have more, have more fun. <laughs> Put the music on, jump around the house, get the energy going, drink a coffee in the morning. Uh, maybe that's the strongest banned substance, and put some energy into it because sales is the passing of enthusiasm from one person to the other. And if we can help you feel enthusiastic and infect those people around you with enthusiasm for crafts, which we know you have, I felt it. I know you have that enthusiasm. We just need to get the rest of the world to be infected with your enthusiasm as well, Adam. Yeah. Crafts are great. (laughs) Yes. Maybe double that. All right. Crafts are great. (laughs) (laughs) I'll work on it. (laughs) Your American audience won't know what I'm talking about either because I've got to say crafts. Crafts. Um, Crafts. Even the northerners in England don't know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, the southerners would say crafts. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's when you're (laughs) saying castle or castle. Castle. Crafts. Anyway, anyway, let's <laughs> close the episode with a closing message. The closing message is sales is the transfer of enthusiasm from one person to another. So this week, as you go forwards and push out positively and relentlessly into the world, I want you to double your enthusiasm, triple your energy, take the energy that I have and take it out into the world and infect other people with enthusiasm for your business because if you can do that and have fun it is incredible how far you will get and how much you will enjoy it so go out there and infect 
the rest of the world with enthusiasm. Good luck. Go make it happen. Have fun. Make sales. Make money. Do good. And be a little bit rebellious. You can have any life you want to. Choose to build something cool. Choose to take action. Choose to work to make your dreams become reality. Stand out. Be different. Be yourself. Be a rebel entrepreneur.